1: That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash swish.
2: Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-potter podcast. Swish
1: and Flick,
2: everyone. Swish and Flick.
1: Hello and welcome to episode 219 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany.
3: I'm Megan. I'm Katie.
1: And I'm Sarah. (laughs) And this episode is sponsored by Molly Heslop. Thank you, Molly. Thank you, Molly. Uh, They totally threw you guys off. It it did. I'm sorry. I even (laughs) forgot to
0: thank Molly. Thank you, Molly. Thanks, Molly. I was
1: so focused on where I was supposed to read that I didn't even look at you because I was like, I'm stressed out about what I was going (laughs) to (laughs) say. Oh, goodness. Anyways, today we will be discussing part three. Ding.
0: Sorry. Oh, my God. (laughs)
2: I uh, love that pre-recording. You're like, I got it all ready. We're ready to go. I know. <laughs> of chapter seven
1: of Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince, the Slug Club. So make sure that you have read that chapter, and you're ready to inch your way through the details like a slug. Is that
2: how slugs move?
1: I don't know. Uh, inchworms do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Is that actually why they're called inchworms? I don't know.
1: It they might be. You have the time. internet at your fingertips. Feel free Actually, I don't. To look it up. Now I'm you can do interim jokes. Okay. So before we begin, let's go to Megan for some weekly profit news about the show I didn't get on.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so there was an article. But I tried. <laughs> you did. So there's an article on People talking about the new... Um, trivia game that is launching on TBS. So, Wait, is
2: it a whole new show? Or it's is it a four-part
3: quiz show, so it's going to okay. be like four episodes. Okay. It's a whole they new world. Okay.
1: Say, they say that they're supposed to be like bringing it back, but we'll just see how it does.
3: So it's going to be called Harry Potter Hogwarts Tournament of Houses. It is going to be hosted by Helen Mirren, and it is premiering November 28th. I have to say it looks really good. Like the sets and everything look amazing. Um, it's yeah, a competition it really cool. event. It's going to be on TBS and Cartoon Network's Acme Night. I don't know what that means. Um, they're, so basically the people who are on it are going to put their knowledge to the test in hopes to become the House Cup champion. It will feature hundreds of trivia questions and special guest surprises. Um, and it will air through December 19th. Do you
2: think...
3: Do, you think, do I think what? Santa?
2: Do you think Santa's going to be there? That would be a big surprise.
0: We do think he's a wizard.
2: Yeah,
0: Probably. We do.
2: All
1: signs point to yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.
3: So, yeah, it looks like everybody was divided up into their houses. Um There'd be teams. Yeah.
1: Looks like a Quidditch pitch.
3: It does. It looks really cool. Mm-hmm. I... Like, I, I like Helen Mirren, don't get me wrong, but, like, I wish they would have gotten an actress, like, from the movies <laughs> to
2: host it. I wonder like, if no one wanted it. I would have done it. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I wonder, like, think of, like, the big name ones. That, like, I think they're trying to reach audiences that um, aren't just Harry Potter. You know what I mean? So, like, Helen Mirren is a name that, like, everybody knows.
3: Yeah. Uh. Not but either. so no, is
2: really <laughs> like Ivana lynch is kind of a so thing.
3: is maggie smith
2: yeah but i don't know if she would do it is what i'm saying
3: mm. but what i'm saying is it would have been cool
2: yeah but she probably wants to rest because isn't she like very old
1: she was old when i was young so i don't know how old she is <laughs>
2: <laughs> I would still say that or you're they pretty could have gotten, young like, I know Coltrane. but I'm talking like very small again but I think that he That'd doesn't cool. he have some health issues so like I don't know if that would be something also where did they film it and like getting LA. people over here in this season Climate. of life yeah there's yeah. a lot
1: of things to be said they yeah, don't even a have lot a
3: factor they
1: don't even have a tiffany
2: i mean i i, I understand a, the
3: one. the like difficulties that they would have had but that doesn't change the fact that it would have been better in my opinion had they had somebody who actually had a connection to the films host it julie Walters. i just wish they would have
2: why you're gonna watch it and be like wow she was amazing
3: I mean, just with her voice. Like I said, I like Helen Mirren. It just is like it seems random to me. That's all.
2: Maybe they're also banking on like, oh, she's British. American Americans don't know any British people. (laughs) They don't know. They don't know that we know that they don't know. We know.
3: Moving on. (laughs) Anyway, that's it. That's all I got. So. Make sure that you follow us on your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends, because if you like us, then they will too. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube at Swish and Flick Podcast and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Swish Flickcast. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Swish Flick Supporting our podcast keeps us going and it gives you access to our exclusive Felix Files episodes, Discord channel, live recordings, trivia games, Swish swag boxes, and more. I think that this is maybe the final warning slash reminder that we can give you. Um, I think today, the day that this comes out is the last day that you can sign up to be um, a Thunderbird or hire patron to get the switch swag box in January. If you'd like to send us your Potter stories, or any fun stuff, questions, concerns, etc. You can do so to our email at swishflickcast at gmail.com. Also, going back to our YouTube channel, we do have new videos up. Um, we have a series of videos coming out once a week right now of our trip to Orlando back in June. Um, every Thursday, videos are going to be dropping. So... If you go and subscribe to our channel and then hit the little bell notification, it will alert you when a new video is uploaded. But right now they're scheduled. I have quite a few scheduled out, and they'll be dropping on Thursdays at 8 Mm a.m.
2: Very Mm -hmm. cool.
1: I like to watch those and relive the magic.
0: That's why I like doing it, because I forget things almost instantly, like a goldfish.
2: I can't wait to see me cry. Yeah. How do we know that though? How do we know that goldfish have a bad memory, or like elephants have like a whatever memory? Science. How do we know know. science? But like they are, they don't talk, so like you don't know that they science it. I don't know.
1: It's science. Okay, are you ready?
0: (laughs) I'm ready. Okay.
1: (sighs) What's that? It's a full moon. What? It's the recap. Oh.
0: <laughs> I personally really liked that.
1: <laughs> I gave you one good woo. <laughs> What's that? I gave you one good awoo.
0: awoo. Um. Alright, last time. Ron and Hermione gets back to the compartment on the train. And then Harry and Neville get a message from Slughorn to come to lunch. And it's them and some other students... And they all have to sit through it basically an interrogation to see how in the know they are with famous or well known people. Yeah, you know, just not really a fan. Not a fan of that.
2: Katie Marcus says that goldfish actually have a good memory.
0: Oh, well, then I have. Well, then, in whatever fruit the equivalent. In line,
2: yeah. <laughs> now, are you saying that fruit flies don't have a good memory because they don't live long? I think
3: they live like two days or something.
2: Um,.
3: Were we gonna say, two days is not very good memory. I said, so all the information that I've ever read on Goldfish is wrong. I know. I've heard that their memory well, okay, span is only like just 30 minutes. Let's all
1: willy-nilly. Give us the source.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that made me think of Charmed. I don't know why that popped into my head. But also, when you talked about having lunch with Slughorn, it made me think of this one book I had to read to my cousin a million times, which was Fancy Nancy. And majority I would say 80% of the text in that little book for children was I'm going to have tea with the queen that had kept, she literally was like again 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 anyways summary for this chapter and not that book alrighty so Slughorn continues his meeting with these students and then sends them on their way to get changed into their robes for schools nope just one school <laughs> <laughs> um, Harry decides last minute to follow Blaze into his compartment where Malfoy also is what a coincidence um harry hides under his cloak and listens to the group for the rest of the trip and it ends up with him getting a broken nose you know one boy got caught also they all changed in the same compartments i think that they just threw the robes on top of their clothes like I, you know we've talked about is like, this ending the debate of nakedness i think so because like i don't know i feel like she wouldn't because like a locker room and everybody's nude. but I like pansy's know. also <laughs> in there oh i just feel like it would have been a different book if like everyone's getting naked together you know
3: i do think that like the author's intentions with robes was never like the full uniform that they had in the movies it was literally just a robe over their normal clothes so like when she was writing this that's that's what changing into your robes was you were literally just putting like a cloak on and you were done i read it was supposed to be bath robes Bathrobes? Yeah. I would like that. That'd be comfy.
2: Is that what you thought it was, Katie? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no.
3: Oh my, just God. Being dumb.
2: my stomach doesn't feel good today, my friends.
0: I'm sorry.
2: Are you calling me a Zambini?
1: Yes. Hmm. Are you ready? No. Oh. How about now? will say yes sure
2: <laughs> so Normally, yes <laughs>
1: Zabini is a turd anyway so he gives a tiny little cough at the praise that harry is receiving indicating skepticism at harry's abilities and jenny comes in clutch and she's like yeah Zabini, because you're so talented at posing <laughs> sick
2: burn! I was thinking about the fact that there's a lot of fan fiction written with the two of them and it's probably because of this chapter. But anyways. They're yeah.
3: I was thinking the same thing.
2: Interesting. So Slughorn's all
1: like, oh dear. And then tells the beanie to be careful because Ginny has a stellar bat bogey hex and don't cross her. And he's for sure correct about this. And just to review how gross this hex is. I looked it up.
2: <laughs> Let's look it up. It trans-
1: transforms your boogers into large bats
2: that fly out of your nose. This would be the prime time to do it because it's like bat season. You know? <laughs> it's, it's bat season. Love I
1: love Halloween. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, It is invented by Miranda Goshhawk and... It says the use of a bat bogey hex on a non-human target such as a chicken could be fatal. That's not funny.
2: Oh what? Rezu- <laughs> Do these help you become less congested? I thought the same thing. I feel
3: like maybe it would.
2: Large bats. Yeah, but like. <laughs> yeah, so that would use a oh, lot of boogers. But you know, like, is anyone ever that told many? you've got bats in your cave? So like, is that where she got the idea from? I would assume. But you know what that does.
1: I mean,
0: you ever have a really bad cold and like you don't know how all that snot could possibly come out well, of you? So yeah, I want talk that out. About
2: the fact that I had my ear was really messed up after flying, and I took a decongestant to help relieve it. Well, that's really the only thing my sister had, um, and I did not know that a decongested made you decongested, whatever. <laughs> by like literally draining your nose. So all of a sudden, like my nose is running and I was like, what is this? And like, well, you you took a decongestant. I was like, oh, okay. She's like, that's what it does. I was like,
1: oh, doesn't oh, just I evaporate. No, that's lame. I
2: had no idea, but now I know. <laughs> is this a decongestant for the wizarding world?
1: It could be. We're an annoyance. I don't People know. People want to know. So Zabini doesn't really care and he looked contemptuous, which means manifesting feeling or expressing deep hatred or disapproval just in case you didn't know so changing it back to the subject of harry slughorn discusses the rumors that are flying around the wizarding world and then he doesn't know which ones to believe and basically he's just like putting on airs trying to get harry to spill the beans and tell everybody what's going on and honestly it reminds me of later on in this book when harry does his bogus little attempt to try to get the memory from slughorn
3: Yeah, yeah, it's like almost reverse situation. They're
1: both, like, really not trying, (laughs) okay? And so he goes on to say that the prophet has been known to print inaccuracies and make mistakes. Really? But there is little doubt because the number of witnesses that were there and the huge disturbance that was at the ministry and that Harry was in the thick of it all. And so all throughout this, Harry is just, like, sitting there thinking... Oh my god, I don't have a way out of this. Did you
2: say he's in the thick of it? Into Into the the thick thick of of it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Into the thick of it. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: Ugh. Oh. The internet. You know you're on TikTok too much when.
0: I mean Mercury is in Gatorade, right?
2: (laughs) It's an Aries moon tonight, my friend
0: is it a bones day is it not a bones day i don't know
2: i don't know what that is because i'm cool you don't know
0: who
3: noodles the pug i just learned about noodles the pug
2: i read about him on twitter once
3: (laughs) i don't know if today wasn't a bones day
2: i will say that i've been working like all weekend so no
1: it's wednesday
0: (laughs) Well, Noodles yes, the Pug made is. CNN news.
2: But
1: I worked Saturday, Monday, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday. Oh my gosh. That sounds terrible. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways. So Harry's thinking he's no way out of this. Um, he's got... he Without, like, straight up telling a lie. So he just nods. But he says nothing. And Slughorn is, like, over the moon. He's like, so modest. So modest. No wonder Dumbledore is so fond. You were there then? But the rest of the stories so sensational. Of course, one doesn't quite know what to believe. This fabled prophecy, for instance. And then Neville's like, uh, we didn't hear a prophecy. And he turns, wait for it, geranium pink. Literally, that's what it says in the book.
3: Gross. <laughs> it's very
2: specific.
3: Gross. That's oh. very pink? bright pink it's pretty pink that's very pink it's a pink
2: <laughs>
0: why didn't she say said... <laughs> like umbridge robe pink
2: because she knew i almost said that <laughs> it's like pretty, pretty pretty pink candles which isn't a movie that's no
1: that's nothing that's
2: a cherylism.
1: pretty pink candles is a cherylism.
2: And i was like wait that's not even a thing sarah you can't say that they we all it. know what you mean though we knew what you meant yes
1: and so Jenny confirms this as well telling Slughorn that both of them meaning her and Neville were there and there was no prophecy and all this chosen one stuff is garbage.
2: Did he not tell her? No, why would he tell her? Just because well, I knew that circle. she was I don't, I, don't remember. I didn't remember but he told his other friends. She deduced as much at the
1: end of this. You like that word deduce? That's sure. like a ten-pointer, Deduced. okay? <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, man. So Slughorn loves the fact that Jenny and Neville were there, too, but they notice how, like, too excited he is, and so he, like, presses them, and they clam up. Um, and he says that, of course, the prophet exaggerates, and that he remembered a time when Gwynog Jones, the captain of the Hollyhead Harpies, of course... And then he goes into this long-winded reminiscence, and Harry has the feeling that Slughorn isn't quite finished with him yet, but also that he's not convinced by Neville or Ginny that there wasn't a prophecy
2: made. Period. You know what I don't like that Slughorn Tell does. Me. What I don't like, I hate name-droppers. Sure, it bothers the crap out of me because I literally don't care who you know or who like you think I'm. I don't care. You're not impressing me. You're just sounding that don't like... impress a meme. A oh, word I'm not allowed to say on this podcast. I don't, Ooh. I don't, I literally don't care. All right. So I, just, I just, just, I'm not a huge fan of Slughorn.
1: Don't name drop to Sarah. <laughs> she doesn't <What>? care. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think it because it's like happened to me where people are like, well, her mom is whoever. And it's like, nope. Oh, she cares yeah. So like, I, I get
1: what you're saying. You're like, you know just I mean? because and, they know somebody or related to somebody doesn't say really anything about you, actually. Care. I get what you're saying. Anyways, quote. The afternoon wore on with more anecdotes about illustrious wizards Slughorn had taught, all of whom had been delighted to join what he called the Slug Club at Hogwarts. And Harry could not wait to leave, but couldn't see how to do so politely. And then finally, the train emerged from yet another long, misty stretch into a red sunset. What does that mean? Red Something, night sailor something
0: red skies at what night, night. Sailor's, sailor's, delight. sailor's
1: delight red like, skies morning sailor's, sailor's morning, morning. Right? yeah yeah what does what it even mean uh seas and it's
3: a shanty <laughs> something with like the the waves <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, i think it's right that's right like it was gonna be choppy or not yeah
2: choppy choppy <laughs> Oh, god! I like my sails to be chapped. So,
1: Slughorn looked around, blinking in the twilight. Shout out to Edward! Just Whoa. watched it
2: yesterday!
1: Oh, and he finally realizes that, hey, it's getting dark, and <laughs> these children have been in here this whole time. I should probably let them go change their clothes. Or put the robes on over their clothes. Either one. Whatever you like. They're gonna be at Hogwarts soon. Put so your robes on! Send <laughs> dirty. All of them down to change into their robes and he tells McLagan to stop by and get the book on nogtails. and if you don't remember last time that was the pig thing that none oh, of us yeah. liked. I'm hey, going to close that link right now. Did you like oh, it? I did not With its like long it. long
3: legs? Uh, nope.
1: It was terrible. Who
3: decided to name it a nogtail? Make sure they get eggnog. The The author. author. <laughs> <laughs> But like, where Are does that? Like the author?
2: Yeah, so did I. Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> what would
0: you call it? What would you call it if I you saw know. that picture I just wanna,
3: of the long you know, long-legged pig? She always pig. has like reasonings pig. for everything. So like, what's the?
2: Well, I don't oh, know because it Man, only drinks that? eggnog and it has a tail.
3: Okay, <laughs> so that's the etymology of nogtail. It's eggnog.
2: <laughs> you asked, and
1: we gave you an answer. Noctail sounds weird, I mean
3: like an eggnog cocktail.
0: A tail. Well, I mean, eggnog
1: is, it- is a cocktail. I, I know, it's a cocktail. It is? Yeah. yeah. What does nog mean, though? Like, what does that mean? Look up nog. Hey,
2: Guka, what does nog mean? Is it like a stub? <laughs> I Oh, same thing. Oh. <laughs> it's northern oil and gas ink. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they were up 0.29%. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: my God. Nog. A A small small block, block of of, peg of wood.
1: Oh, so like (laughs) woodtail? I don't know. There's also eggnog here.
2: Eggnog, historically known as a milk punch or an eggnog milk punch with alcoholic beverages added is rich, chilled, sweetened, dairy based beverage. No, thank you. I don't care for that what milk punch milk punch <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> a from the 90s when they try to get you to drink milk, that's milk what happens to my guts when i drink dairy milk <laughs> 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 it's a punch in the gut
1: not for people lactose intolerant
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, i feel so on <laughs> let's look at the shelf life Oh, God. three days. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry to everyone that doesn't care for this (sighs) brand of ours. (laughs) Anyway. But are you sorry? If you're all the way into 219. Some people people come for the seriousness, okay? We're very serious. I'm serious.
0: (laughs) Oh, that is. Mia's right. That is more of a Twilight reference. Face punch. Face
2: punch. Face
1: punch. I love it. Is it?
0: Yeah, they go see a movie called Face Punch.
1: Oh, punch faces. Okay. So,
2: (laughs) and he also. Oh, go ahead. This, Nog, according to MerriamWebster.com, is a strong ale brewed in Norfolk, um, England. Very good.
0: Do they make Nog out of (laughs) Nogtails over there in the Wizarding World? I don't
1: know. Any hoozies. So he also tells Harry and Zabini that they can stop by anytime they're passing. And same goes to Ginny. And he twinkled at her. And, you know, I brought this up last time that I think Ginny reminds him of Lily with the red hair, bright mind, sass and ability. And as he. okay, so this is Zabini. He pushes past Harry into a darkening corridor Mm. and he shoots him a filthy look that Mm. Harry returned. With interest.
2: Gotta clean up your act.
1: So he, Jenny, and Neville follows the beanie back along the train. Quote, I'm glad that's over, muttered Neville. Strange man, isn't he?
2: Also, notice that he didn't say you can come back or whatever to Neville yeah. or Albie. So in that meeting alone, he's determined that they're not good enough for him. Mm-hmm. Jerk. What
0: a snail trumpet. <laughs> what is that from again? <laughs> the Felix yeah, files? It? It's slughorn.
2: <laughs> oh, I think snail Katie trumpet. The yeah,
0: I said it. That is quote by me. Oh my god.
2: <laughs> that. It just proves that Megan doesn't listen to her wife.
0: What about a worm tuba? No.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no.
2: Nothing wrong with that. Worm tuba.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> the door to
1: be shut.
0: Oh my god! Super
1: duper cereal. Yeah.
3: So Harry is barely paying attention to Neville and Jenny. His eyes are on Zabini. I st- I still just let every. I just want to say zambini literally every time why don't we just
2: call him blaze because
3: can we yeah Yeah. i'm calling him blaze (laughs) okay i mean we don't
1: have to say his name that much jeez
3: all right well in this chapter we do so anyway harry goes yeah he is a bit and he harry then asked jenny how she ended up in there and she's talking smack about a hufflepuff on my own two
2: feet that's how i got in there
0: he's a crap hufflepuff though that's fine
3: so Ginny says, he saw me hex Zacharias Smith. You remember that idiot from Hufflepuff who was in the DA? He kept on and on asking about what happened in the ministry, and in the end, he annoyed oh. me so much I hexed him. When Sleghorn came in, I thought I was going to get detention, but he just thought it was a really good hex and invited <laughs> me to lunch. Mad, eh? Um, so he was very impressed with her bat bogey hex, as we said before. And Harry scowls at this just because he's like, well, that's a better reason than getting invited because your mother is famous or... And then he, like, says something about Belby, like, his uncle or whatever. And Harry, like I said before, is just, like, barely paying attention because he... His mind is on Blaze and he gets (laughs) an idea here. It sounds weird to call him Blaze, too. I don't know. I just... I'm Brandon... just thinking
2: of like their future, and if they're like having a conversation, she's like, "Are you even paying attention to me?" He's like, "No, my mind's on Blaze." Like...
3: <laughs> Brandon
0: <laughs> called him Blaze Panini, and I can't stop thinking about it. Oh my god!
3: <laughs> <laughs> so Harry gets an idea here, and he sees Zabini, or he thinks about how Zabini's going to have to re-enter the Slytherin sixth year compartment, which is where Malfoy would be sitting.
2: Thinking, but there's only six people in there, six.
3: But Five. if you think about it, there's not that many Gryffindor sixth years that we know of that are boys.
2: But Wait. like, what if because Harry's not a very observant human being, if there's more? Because <laughs> there is. is. Theo nots not in the compartment. He's a sixth year student
3: true isn't it weird that it but would think be... about how many like Gryffindor sixth year compartments there are I mean most of the time it's just Harry Ron and Hermione in say, a compartment I
2: wouldn't call it a sixth year compartment that's just I just would have been yeah like is that how it's described
3: mm-hmm. that's weird because I
0: like that's that never been weird, described that way you before you know
2: I mean I think that he's just
3: stating that he's assuming Malfoy is going to be in there and it's going to be a bunch of the other fellow sixth year Slytherin students who are friends with Malfoy I think that's what it means. Got I it, don't. Got it. Yeah. We got a bingo.
0: Bingo. That's fast, man. From Kendra. Slytherin gets extra
3: points. Um, so, congrats. Points don't they Slytherin. get extra points. Yeah, I know,
1: right? Cheaters.
3: <laughs> so, Zabini's going to re enter the Slytherin sixth year compartment, and Malfoy is going to be sitting in there thinking he's only going to be heard by fellow Slytherins. So, Harry is like, hmm. If I can get in there, yeah, if I can get in there unseen, what could he hear or see? And they only had maybe less than like a half an hour of the train ride to Hogwarts. So it wouldn't be like he's stuck in there for hours. It would be, okay, well, I'll stay in there for the remainder of it. And then when they exit, I'll wait and then I'll exit after them and then nobody will know anything. So he felt like doing this. Mostly because nobody was taking his suspicions seriously. And he was like, well, I'm going to have to get proof myself because nobody wants to even, like, consider what I'm talking about. And he has a really big feeling that he's right about this. And I say maybe if y'all just listened to your friend and gave him a little bit of a benefit of the doubt. I mean, Mm. to be fair, though, this is right after the whole... Ending of Order of the Phoenix debacle. (laughs) So I guess maybe I understand why they aren't just because like, look what that got them into. Look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. So Harry pulls out his cloak, just like in the corridor. This part, I just, I never realized how like kind of reckless this was really. He's literally just like in the corridor with Neville and Ginny (laughs) <laughs> and it
2: sounds like you're gonna say it was in the corner with the with the cloak <laughs>
3: <laughs> he pulls That's it out redundant. and just immediately just goes i'll see you two later and he like puts it over himself neville tries to ask him like uh what are you doing and harry's just like later and he darts after blaze as quietly as he can peace
2: but like what are you shocked over like they just that know like he has the cloak
3: No, I know, but like, what about other people? Was there really nobody else in the corridor to like potentially see this interaction go down? Like, I just would be nervous. I would want to like put the cloak on in a compartment and then go out, you know?
2: I don't know. That's just me. In the the hallway, the corridor.
0: There must not have been, but it does seem a little reckless.
2: Well, that's Harry. That is Harry. It
3: is Harry. Um,. So, he's following behind Blaze as close as he can without, like, actually touching him. So, he's just trying to, like, keep up as best as he can, and he still isn't fast enough to get into the compartment. So, Blaze is trying to close the door, and Harry just sticks his foot into the door, and Blaze is just, like, closing it over and over, slamming the door on (laughs) Harry's foot. Sarah. Sarah.
2: This has nothing to do with what we're talking about. But if oh. you ever watched Muppet Treasure Island. Yeah. Where he's like, I'm getting run as fast as I can. And he's behind him, like, around the ship. Um, I can't think of their names. It's a little mouse guy. Rizzo. Yeah, Rizzo and Gonzo.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: Rizzo. <laughs> I'm running as fast as I can. Oh, sorry. I just love that
3: movie. <sighs> Did you guys watch the, ha- the Haunted Mansion one? Well, I know did Tiffany yet. did, but I didn't know. if... It's really Premier good. Night. It's really good. Bree, Bree. <laughs> also, I just watched Dancing with the Stars the other night, and the Muppets were on it for a minute, and it was funny. So, oh, shout out Muppet. to the Muppets—they're hilarious. They so <laughs> yeah, Kermit does. So, Blaze is just like trying to close the door over and over, and mm. <laughs> Harry. It's gonna hurt. I know it does have to yeah. hurt. First of all, and second pretty ballsy that he just like then grabs the door and like pushes it open hard to make blaze lose his footing fall into goyle and then he takes that opportunity to like jump onto the seat where blaze should be sitting but is like falling in goyle's lap jumps up into the compartment where your trunk would be, which I guess is empty right now. Um and it, like just in the ruckus he he decides to do that, hope hoping that everybody's attention is on Blaze falling over. Uh Katie.
0: This would never work on Universal's version of the Hogwarts Express because those racks are tiny. Yes. Those would not oh, be those yeah. wouldn't hold the lunch have cameras. Box.
3: They watch you. Okay, so like in all of that chaos, Harry tries his best to not <laughs> have anything come out from underneath the cloak. But he's almost certain his feet and his ankles reveal themselves. But he thinks that everybody's eyes remain the on Zabini and Goyle. So, Harry points out that he thinks Malfoy's eyes followed his trainer, aka tennis shoe, for anybody who doesn't know that that's what they call tennis shoes over in the UK. Trainers. Um, Oh,
2: I was like, why are you saying tennis shoes?
3: (laughs) Because that's what a trainer is, or a (laughs) sneaker, or a sneaker, whatever you call it. So, um, he quickly covers it and whips it out of sight. And Malfoy didn't pursue it, so he figured he was safe. Uh, so Zabini collapses into his seat. Crab goes back to his comic book that he was reading. I'm curious, what comic book Crabbe was it? Is reading Melvin the Muggle? Or I doubt Marvin it. The He's not going to read about a muggle. I don't know. Maybe. Um, I'm trying and then- to think of something else, but I can't.
2: Willie the Wizard. And
3: then um Malfoy lays back wonderful
2: adventures. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> They're whimsical.
3: Malfoy lays back down across two seats with his head in Pansy Parkinson's lap. Scandalous. Oh. And Malfoy, Harry notices that Malfoy looked smug, like anyone would love to be in Pansy's position, stroking his hair off of his face. He's she is clearly enamored with him. So I know we know who Pansy Parkinson is, but like, I'm just gonna do. He knows
2: who Pansy Parkinson is. Just gonna do a
3: little little background. First of all, the actress who played Pansy Parkinson is married to Hugh Hefner's son. And they have a baby. Just a fun little fact really? there. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Oh, wow. Um, Scarlet Byrne slash <laughs> Scarlet Hefner now. So. Does he, whole name?
2: Run... Hmm? Does he run the company? I have no idea. He has more than one kid, so it might not. Like, they might all kind of, I don't know. i have no idea i'm talking like i know his life i don't but i know that he is more (laughs) let me
1: tell you all the things i know about hugh
3: hefner
2: okay (laughs) (laughs) i was like really into him for a while (laughs) so the parkinson
3: family is a part of the sacred 28 and obviously we know pansy is in slytherin house and she is a prefect with draco um pansy the prefect she was also on the Inquisitorial oh, my Squad. God. And jeez. Um And also she's the one who in the final battle, when they're at Hogwarts, she speaks up in favor of turning Harry over to Voldemort.
2: God, she's such a yeah, but I can mm. also kind of understand that. If she's probably terrified, no. And what I mean is, like, what she did was wrong. But again, she's still like what, seventeen years old, maybe eighteen. I would have throat chopped her.
0: What is she worried I, about? Yeah, no, she's but, all but, about the dark lord. Oh, my man's working yeah, for the like, dark lord. But it it's still a just, war like, going on around that, her.
2: Like, yeah, she's a bad person. No, I, I don't know. I think she's just great, just but being annoying. That's a, that's a scary thing. Yeah. I'd, I'd, that, that would, guys, a lot I'm, of people probably like, yeah, turn I'm, him I'm in. If I'm not going to lie. I'd, I'd,
3: I'd, I I would have said, turn him in.
2: I'd <laughs> have throat
1: chopped you, too.
3: <laughs> I would have been like, uh, yeah, I'm not dying for this cause. Hand him over. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey,
0: teach them, man. We all are going to work. And we don't know how we would react unless we we're actually in that situation.
3: I'm not brave like that in those. Like, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna, nope. Mm -mm. You wouldn't just
1: hunker down and (laughs) run? You'd sell people out?
3: If it meant like making sure that everybody in the Great Hall was gonna remain safe, yeah I'd say turn one person in.
2: That's not
1: remaining safe though, that's Voldemort. They wouldn't. That's Voldemort, that's just more death.
2: But she might be naive enough to believe that he wouldn't harm anyone. Yeah,
3: true. (laughs) She's 17! That's
2: Pretty old.
3: <laughs> I don't know. Thinking, how, thinking back to how like I thought at seventeen versus now. <coughs> true. Very true Does no like,
2: She is seventeen, going at 85. She is very
3: <laughs> old. You know seventeen is not old. You are so naive at seventeen. It's, it's
1: old enough to know better, especially is given it? the climate that she's in. Absolutely. I don't know, if I agree I disagree with that. Your brain's with that. still like, kind of developing. I really disagree I
3: with <laughs> that. To know
1: what's going on in the Wizarding world, to be in her common room think, with Death Eater's children and not about- actually know what the, what
2: is at stake. But think about people even older than her that get sucked in to believe people's lies. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah. there's no lie to, to believe. But what there. I'm, That's saying the is, first time I'm saying he the said instance something of like that. thinking if she if she's thinking, She's surrounded well, by all lies. be safe and this'll all be over. Yeah. Because going into like being that brave person mm-hmm. for her, being like I don't want to say brave, but like for pansy being all talk and no show. So she's all talk up until it comes to they're at their The battle is going to happen. They're all at Hogwarts. It's going to happen. And she finds out that Harry's there and they can end for her. All of that talk. She's probably terrified. Yeah. And I'm not saying this is right or anything, what she does, but I can get it where she's just like, I don't want this to actually happen, but like she, yes, she's siding with the wrong side. Yes. I'm not saying that she's not a good like. I'm not saying that she's a good person or anything like that. All I'm saying is that she's 17, 18 years old, still young. She's not old, Tiffany, and old is probably terri- old terrified of having to actually go through all of these things that she's like was not joking about, but being like, oh well, we're gonna we're so powerful, we're so this, we're so that. She's probably thinking that she doesn't ever have to see. The actual fighting that other people are going to do it yeah exactly. right, right 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 yeah. yeah. and now now she's facing it and to think that if we just give up i won't have to go through this it's probably what she's thinking well that's yeah. a pretty
1: gutsy move to actually shout out in a room full of people that here he is
2: yeah i'm not saying it's right or wrong so i'm that just saying i think that's why she did it
1: brave enough in a sense i mean that that can be fine that that's the way that she did it but i think it would be remiss of us to say that these kids at this point don't actually know what's going on, especially the kids at Hogwarts who have been with the Karos all year and have seen literal torture happening. So yes. don't tell me that a 17 year old person, when a day later, could turn 18 and be an adult. Well technically she's an adult in the wizarding world doesn't actually know what's going on.
2: But it's different. It's different than having students being tortured in front of you, which is a horrible, traumatic, all of those things, to actual having all-out war. It's not like a fight. It's war that's happening at Hogwarts. But it's see, a completely different total thing where, like, she also knows that she's probably not going to be the one getting tortured and she's not going to be getting killed because no one there is going to be doing, like, a throwing vodka cadavers towards her. But now that Harry shows up and it's an actual the final battle well, they, could've. they, could've well, they could have they could have all year time it doesn't matter who's around she could just be anywhere she street. so she walking should know
1: that the danger that they're in is real and it has been real for almost an in-
2: school year but f- i don't i don't think but she was sitting she nice and like pretty that. because she was she in thinks, slytherin house she, i think she thinks that because she is in slytherin i think house. she's
1: afraid that it's turned on her now correct Which I mean, so she knows that potentially her saying that is gonna
3: get other people killed.
2: But I mean, you anybody could think that way.
3: It's self-preservation.
2: I hate it. But that's here's the thing: some people are prone to it.
3: Yeah, like there are gonna
2: be people that are going to save themselves. And I also I, think I I can't say that that's a, that's what she did was wrong but having that self-preservation thing is not necessarily that doesn't necessarily make you a bad person. I think that makes you human. Mm. Just because you don't think that way I can't get on board with that. I can't get on board with her at all. But now I'm not saying I I'm, I'm not trying to defend her
3: in terms of like we should like and appreciate Pansy, but I just can no. understand why she did that and I think that I think that seeing and going through I mean not not that she went through because I don't think she was any person who was getting tortured by the caros but I think seeing that and being around it for an entire school year would have made her more prone to speak up and say turn Harry in, not less prone I think that that would have encouraged her to say that more to be like I don't want to see that or be around that and turning him in might stop it
1: I don't know, maybe she likes it.
2: I I don't I don't, I don't think know. she likes
3: it, but I, I don't know I, I also, her well enough to really think, know for sure.
2: I don't want to vilify people for being self-preserving because that's again, I think that's just people's human nature. Think of people that would never join the military because they they wouldn't I would never join to, the
3: military.
1: And I'm I mean, not- I wouldn't either cuz clearly if I would have I would have because given, you know, my family and everything, But, like, I mean, this may be just me. And, yes, that's self-preserving, whatever. But as a person, it is so difficult for me to even wrap my mind around not saving loved ones' lives. And she says that in a room where she has friends
2: are they friends or they just classmates but don't you think she
1: seems pretty in love with
3: malfoy but also but see i
1: feel like by her saying
3: that i feel like by her saying that she does feel like she's protecting them she
1: can't know that voldemort wouldn't go attack mcgonagall and all these other people that they've been trying to kill for like forever
3: but he's saying know. it will stop if Harry gets turned in. So she's she, she's
1: then then she's an
2: absolute idiot,
1: and we can. But end that's the that. thing.
2: But that's there are people sometimes that you're not do thinking in the moment. That. Like think of Queenie in her situation. Yeah, with exactly. He's not going to keep any of his promises that he's making. Yet she believes him, and she's grown. That's been
1: after like hasn't doesn't didn't Grindelwald say that for like forever? Wasn't that his platform? What she was talking wasn't just one instance where he's like, hey, I'll, you know save your life make a better wizarding world one time that's like ingrained it's like systemic over time and she's had opportunities throughout this whole year to see what Voldemort's followers were like to her classmates and still was willing to give
2: him up but she's also probably terrified because she's seen what's happening she doesn't want that to happen to her and again I'm not saying what she did is right I'm just saying I think that's where she's coming from and there are literal people out there that would save themselves i just i genuinely just think that makes you a human being we're like i i know for me i would i would rather this is very morbid but i would rather save someone i love and get hurt in the process yes rather than get hurt but not everyone is like that and i can't understand but it's not necessarily for you to understand but you just had to be like all right well that's Mm -hmm. you know what i mean there are some people that are are like that that would be like well that's what you get for doing this. We're like, I would I would rather die than someone else. You know what I mean? Like, well, I, if, I, if someone was like, I'm either going to your sister's going to die or you I'd be like, well, let her live. But not everyone is going to say that.
3: OK, we'll stop here. I hate pansy.
2: <laughs> I don't like her. <laughs> her I don't like
3: her either. I don't want people to think I like her. I just can understand somewhat why she said that
2: and also i wanted like all of our giant conversations are that are like this is that we don't also know anything about them really like the whole myriad again we're we're seeing this through
3: harry's eyes yeah that's all we know blarf
2: and they're they're young even if you're technically an adult she's only lived on the earth for 18 years maybe so like she doesn't have all of these like you're 32 how old are you 33 yeah so you've had all of those extra years so many
1: experiences
2: (laughs) (laughs) but like you you're also you're looking at all all of us are looking at it as grown humans in our 30s and she's just 18 if that like if i if i'm trying to like think back to
3: things i thought and how i acted and all that kind of stuff like when i was 17 or 18 it's I like I can't even comprehend it because I was such a different person then than I am now.
1: That's just and so all of us me. were. I just can't. We can move on. She's on my list.
0: Tiff has a list now of undesirables.
1: <laughs> I do. She's number one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it my turn? Do I have to pick up after that? Yeah.
1: All right. I don't even know how That started, but okay, <laughs> here we go.
0: We're talking about Pansy.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right, so then the compartment Malfoy asks Blaze, What does Slughorn want? and he says he's just trying to make up to well connected people. Um, and he said, Not that he managed to find any. So, like, all the students are smart enough to know that, like, they know what Slughorn's up to, they're not dumb, you know. So, Malfoy's like, Well, who else was invited? He's not surprised about McLagan. Um, Pansy calls Belby a prat, and, but Malfoy is shocked. Pratt, that, I love that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Malfoy is shocked that Neville was invited, and he's also obviously not happy that Harry was there, and he's not happy that Ginny was there, and he goes on with his Potter, precious Potter. Obviously, he wanted to look at the Chosen One. Um, right. So he's like, what's so special about Ginny? And they call her the Weasley girl. And Pansy's like, well, a lot of boys like her because apparently that's what makes a woman special is if a lot of men like her. And Blaze, um, I'm sorry, Pansy says, Blaze thinks that she's good looking, too. And he super shuts that down and was like, I wouldn't touch a filthy little blood trader like her no matter what she looked like.
2: What do they say? You doth protest too much. <laughs> What's that from? <laughs> Shakespeare.
3: Oh. oh. Right.
2: Which one? <laughs> Which one? see don't be such a snot
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Shakespeare pansy I I also could
2: totally be lying
3: (laughs) you'd fool me I wouldn't know it was
2: Hamlet Hamlet by William Shakespeare good old Bill
3: I thought you said Tamlin I was like what about (laughs) Tamlin
2: William Shakespeare it's Hamlet (sighs) to be or not to be that is the question
0: um, it, they keep talking about pansy stroking Malfoy's hair, and like throughout this whole at least my section, she like just dotes on him a little too much, like just like really kisses up to his butt a lot,
3: and it's really annoying to me. I think it's because she knows how important his family is. Yeah, that's Teddy. You can't stop. Are on they it. though? Well, I guess maybe not. <laughs>
2: <clears throat> um right over there? I got a, lot, a little water down the wrong pipe
0: So Malfoy goes on to say um, he pities Slughorn's taste maybe he's going senile and then he goes on to say that his father always said that Slughorn was a good wizard in his day and that he was a bit of a favorite of his and then he says Slughorn probably hasn't heard that I'm on the train oh. and Blaze, Blaze is like yeah I wouldn't really bank on an invitation <laughs> because when I first got there Slughorn asked about not a uh, knot's father, and I guess not, they used to be not, not. Cannot, not, not.
2: They used He's to be not, old not a Death Eater.
0: <laughs> True, they used to be old friends, and he didn't look happy when he heard that he had been caught at the Ministry, and Knot didn't get an invitation. So he says, "I don't think Slughorn's interested in Death Eaters." So Malfoy looks angry, Ooh. but he forces out a humorless laugh, and he's like, who cares anyway? He's just some stupid teacher, and I might not even be at Hogwarts next year, so what do I care if Slughorn doesn't like me? Yes, Tiffany?
1: I need you to do the humorless laugh.
0: I don't know what that sounds like.
2: Ha 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 ha. Ha ha Have you ever tried laughing without smiling?
0: It's horrible. ha. Ha ha ha. Okay. ha, ha.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, he, I don't
0: know if it was, was your face or the laugh. <laughs>
1: what are you doing?
3: <laughs> oh my god. What if you did like a
0: masuka laugh? <laughs> <laughs> masuka. <laughs>
3: You guys ever watch Dexter? Oh my god,
0: no! Oh my
3: god, Masuka! I
0: just saw this meme about.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Can you guys laugh without smiling?
0: No, I don't know.
2: (gasps) Try it, Catherine. Huh? That was good. That was good. She looks like she's gonna murder you.
0: Yes, Mia. Come on, Meg. You can do it.
2: There's so much (laughs) (laughs) pressure. She's like
0: trying to smush down her cheeks.
1: I know. (laughs)
0: Stop.
3: (laughs) 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 They couldn't even
1: do it. Not even one giggle.
3: <laughs> I can't I can't do it.
0: I saw a meme about Janice from Friends and it was about subtitles on it and it said Machine Gun Like Laughter.
2: No way. <laughs> That's hilarious.
0: Shamla uh, Bang. Oh, I don't even know where I was. Oh, here we are.
3: Shamla.
0: Okay. Shamla Bang. Chandler Bang. So Malfoy's like, it doesn't matter if Slugman likes me or not, whatever, I might not be here next year. And Pansy's like, what do you mean? And Malfoy has a ghost of a smirk on his face. And he says, you never know. A ghost smirk? That was it.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah.
0: Um, (laughs) And he's like, you never know. I might move on to bigger and better things. So at this point, do you think he's like, Maybe not okay with his mission, but like, do you think right now he really sees it as an opportunity to like avenge his father and look cool amongst his peers? Avenge or,
3: his father.
0: Right. Or is it peers. still an act? I think he's I think- like riding the high right now and thinks he can get it done. I don't think it's really settled in and like I wrecked. Think he still him has yet. confidence in it right yeah.
1: now. Oh, yeah. He thinks he's going to be successful at the moment. So
3: I'm going to kill Dumbledore. I'm <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Janko. His and tells me that. Yeah. yeah, but
2: he's also among his. I, are these his friends, or are these just people that he's like? I gotta seem superior, so like, does I he can't have? Does he? Does he actually have friends? That I us no. acquaintances. I don't think Qu- Slytherins have friends. Ask Megan; she's got no one. Just because. <laughs> <laughs> There's the face.
1: Just because Crab I got and you Boyle hang out with him all the time doesn't necessarily make them friends. You know what They're I mean? They're lackeys. <laughs> they are lackeys. Yeah,
0: they are. You know, Baker like they're just cronies.
1: My name is Ice. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, I told you. <laughs> they have a butt. Uh. Lana goes. They said butt.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Don't smoke, kids.
2: I like what Brandon says. He yeah. Says in his opinion, he's trying to convince himself that he can do this. Yeah. I
3: think I can. I think, think, I can. Has, I like, think A I little can. shred of hope there. Yeah, I can totally see oh. Crab coming up to Draco and being like Hollywood! <laughs> <laughs> Truly. <laughs> Hollywood. Uh,
2: uh, Los Angeles.
0: LA. LA. You
1: know, uh.
2: Lower Akron. <laughs> been to LA. I don't ever need to go again. If it makes That's your dad's favorite, there. That is is dad's favorite joke. That is my dad's
3: favorite joke. When you say LA he's like, oh, Lower Akron. I'm like, Haha. <laughs> ohio jokes, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Uh, Harry Potter, you so, don't want to go to Akron,
0: you could want to go to Kent. Akron's aight, but Kent's better,
3: as Cantonians would say. Cantonians. screw the roo, screw the roo. <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow. I don't know Alright, Harry Potter So Harry feels his heart start to race um, Because he feels like things Malfoy might be about to Spill the beans on something He wonders what Ron and Hermione would say about this Probably nothing and they'd be like Harry you're crazy um, So Crabbe and Goyle are gawking at him Apparently this is the first they're hearing of this too um, Even Blaze looks curious And he always just like looks like he Doesn't care And Pansy looks dumbfounded, and she goes, do you mean him? Capital (laughs) (laughs) H-I-M. H-I-M. So Malfoy shrugs, and he goes on about how his mom wants him to finish school first. Personally, he doesn't think that's really important these days. And he says, when the Dark Lord takes over, is he going to care how many OWLs or NEWTs anyone's got? Of course he isn't. It'll be all about the kind of service he received, the level of devotion he was shown. So Blaze is like, and you think you'll be able to offer him anything? You're 16 and you're not fully qualified. Mm. And Malfoy says, I've just said, haven't I? Maybe he doesn't care if I'm qualified. Maybe the job he wants me to do isn't something that you need to be qualified for. So right there... He says Voldemort has given me a job. It could be and taken. Then qualified for it. Right. Mm-hmm. It could be taken, you know, like maybe in the future. But like, I mean, he says he is literally admitting it right now.
2: Isn't there a Homestar Runner thing that was like he trying to get a, jo- a job, but he kept calling it like Jorb?
3: Or... I don't remember.
0: I don't remember either. I just remember Trogdor what remember. do you remember trogdor 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 it's dot
2: com dot net. it's dot com
0: i do remember that <laughs> <laughs> um so crab and goyle sat there with their mouths open and pansy is looking at mofoy as though she had never seen anything so awe inspiring
1: get a grip lady my fire
3: I thought Seal you were saying fire. get a grip lady to Tiffany cause she <laughs> ran her hand. No,
2: no. <laughs> <laughs> also I looked it up. It was a Jorb well done.
0: <sighs> jorb. Damn. Jorbs. Um so my voice says he like kind of changes the subject. He's like, I can see Hogwarts we should change into our robes. And he's described as clearly relishing. The effect he had created so yeah he's still i mean even if he's scared about this job around his friends he looks cool friends quote whatever um i don't know, it just puts him up in the ranks among them like peer pressure bs hmm. i i i don't feel bad for him in this moment but i will later on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: but i will later <laughs>
2: Sarah? You want me to talk? Yeah, Take, it it <laughs> Take it away. Take it away, Sarah.
1: Oh, yeah. That's
2: oh, Call me by my name, please. Tiffany's so great. That's not my name. Sasa's not my name. It's Tiffany. <laughs> <I don't laughs> Tiffany. <to> <laughs> so Harry is so... To- I don't know why I said so totally in my mind. Okay, So I'm Harry sorry. is totally
1: focused.
2: <laughs> so Harry's totally focused on Malfoy in love just kidding unless you read some fan fiction um and he doesn't realize that goyle has gotten up to like get his luggage and he gets hit hard in the head and he obviously because it hurt lets out an audible gasp of pain ah! well probably that's what i'm guessing um, malfoy notices and he's like staring up at the luggage rack and um harry obviously notices him noticing him so he like pulls out his bond just in case because, you know, he's not afraid of Malfoy. But it like seems that Malfoy didn't notice and like doesn't go to move or do anything. Um, so he's like, "Ooh, I luckily got away with it. And so he thinks that he's still gone unnoticed. Little does he know. So they all get their robes on. Nobody leaves the room. So I'm guessing they literally just put them on top of their clothing is what it seems because. They just are like throwing their clothes on. I don't know. are Whatever. And it's noted that um, um, Malfoy, I wanted to call him Neville so bad, that he has a brand new traveling cloak. So fun fact for him. Um, and here you can see that the quarters is start- starting to fill with students, like obviously outside the compartment. And he's like kind of hoping that Ron and Hermione like will take his things for th- with them because obviously he's going to be stuck in that compartment until everybody has left. is that a little foreshadowing until the end of this chapter which is yeah, the next like page five more sentences <laughs> so finally the train stops Goyle goes to get out first of course he's punching students on his way out because, like why not and then Crabbe and Zamini go to follow him and then it's just leaving Pansy and Malfoy, and Pans- er, Malfoy t- tells Pansy to go on without him that there's something that he needs to check and so now it's just Malfoy and Harry alone in the compartment so like Malfoy shuts the door he closes the blinds and then he like goes to pretend basically that he's like looking for something. He like opens up his trunk and he's like bent over it. Um, and Harry then's trying to peek over to see what he's looking at, and he's thinking he's gonna see whatever broken object that Malfoy had been talking um about with Borg and Burke's like or in the shop. And he's like, Ooh, Malfoy doesn't want Pansy to see this. Petrific is totalis. <laughs> That's how it sounds when you shoot a spell out. <laughs> okay. Can you read
0: how it's actually typed in there?
2: <laughs> 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 <"Tri-> Petrificus. Petrificus. <laughs> Trif- <laughs> <Ful-tri-licus>. <laughs> Petri- so <Ful-tri-ficus>. I can't. <laughs> there you go. And then so reading from the book it says without warning Malfoy pointed his wand at Harry who was instantly paralyzed. I will say that like before I read this I was like I wonder if like everybody because when you I just remember everyone gets stiff as a board like like locks down. Um, and that's not how it happens. Shut it down. And so I'm glad that it's described. So, as, as though in slow motion, he toppled <laughs> out of the luggage rack and fell with an agonizing, floor shaking crash at Malfoy's feet. Malfoy's feet. Malfoy. The invisibility cloak trapped beneath him, his whole body revealed with his legs still curled absurdly into the cramped kneeling position. He couldn't move a muscle. He could only gaze up at Malfoy, who smiled broadly. And I said, Well, if we want to be technical, if he couldn't move a muscle, then his heart would stop because he really he could <laughs> oh. only just move. He couldn't move his skeletal muscles. Oh my! God. So fun fact. I was like, well, <gasps> technically, like skeletal muscles. It is. Well, that's your cardiac muscles, your heart, and then you have your smooth muscle, like your intestines and like your esophagus and stuff like that. Fun fact. Thank you. Okay. Anywho, sees Malfoy ain't no dummy. <laughs> he thought he heard something when Goyle's trunk hit, hit Harry. And he was it kind of like, so he thought he had saw something like when Harry got up um, onto the luggage rack in the first place, when like he came in and saying, BD crash, blah, 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 you know, and Malfoy put two and two together. Cause again, he ain't dumb. And uh, he's like, yeah, I knew you were up there. So Malfoy isn't concerned with anything. He's like, meh, you heard what I, I don't care what you heard. You know, he didn't, anything he said is not like that big of a news or big of shock like it always everything was kind of vague you know um but he goes but i do want to give you something and it's more than a kiss and with that he stomps (laughs) on harry's face hard enough to break harry's nose obviously crunches happen Mm -hmm. bone breaks blood everywhere this is bad um and he says that's from my father and he then he goes and he takes the uh, invisibility cloak and he covers Harry with it and then basically it's like they're probably not going to find you till you go back like till you're back in London, um, and then the last line of the book it says and taking care to tread on Harry's fingers Malfoy left the compartment and that is where we end this chapter.
1: This is so bad. Yeah, this is really not a good look because as I well
2: yes, have you ever seen someone that has had their nose broken? It's Terrible. black eye. Black
1: eyes, and let's talk. I think it says in the next chapter that he can feel blood trickling in his mouth, like he could have. <gasps> oh, and I'm died. sure,
2: because it's probably not only coming out the front of his nose; it's probably going to the back of your nose. And if you didn't know, you're at the back of your nose, um, it's connected to your throat.
1: It's honestly like this moment. Your steps- arm bone
2: is connected to your. Leg bone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this steps Malfoy up from being a person who constantly runs their mouth and is like seemingly not a threat to someone who is actually a threat.
2: Yeah. Well, and I, I mean, think about yeah. how so much has changed. You know what I mean? His whole life. Um. And I think that he blames Harry for it, and yeah. he took his. Anger and his frustration, and honestly, he's probably uh, scared at some point in his mind. Yeah, he takes it out on Harry.
1: Can you imagine stomping? Think about how hard you have to do that face.
2: No. <sighs> oh, wow.
1: Like s- stomping someone's face, and then you know he doesn't break his fingers that to that that we know of, but then like you know, stepping, stepping on their him. fingers. Like, yeah. he's not just he's not just that bully of a kid anymore
3: he's not and all talk sh- and no action he's actually yeah. acting now
1: yeah. on yeah. these things it's quite that a he... thing to do Yeah, to stomp
2: someone's face mm-hmm. oh. it's very bad I wouldn't <laughs> say it's good Mm-mm.
3: are we ready for some lightning bolt questions yeah. sure thing okay jenny fire asks if you could create a wizarding comic book series what would it be about i'd obviously want tasks i'd want some sort of like heroine superhero mine would be Uh, the pets of hogwarts the pets of hogwarts
2: mine would probably be like ghosts and skeletons having a spooky old time.
3: What about like a oh comic gosh. about McGonagall as an animagus? Yeah. I could
2: feel my face do weird things.
3: <laughs> yeah. Tiffany, what would
2: you do? I don't
1: know. Oh, I'm, I disappeared off the internet.
2: Oh, look at that. <laughs> Who knows why? We're on can the you see one. either one of us? Yeah, I, I can oh, see you. both of you. Oh. We can see clearly now; the fog is gone. Um, um I don't know, <clears throat> ba- The days of Fozzie Bear.
3: Another question from Jenny Fire: If you, I'm sorry, I just asked that one, but this is still from Jenny Fire. Since this is coming out on Halloween, what is your favorite go-to scary Halloween movie?
2: I don't watch scary movies. I
1: don't. Yeah, I don't really. How like about just Halloween
2: movies?
1: movie? I like Sleepy Hollow a lot. And I like oh, I like Sleepy Sweeney Hollow. Sweeney Todd always feels Halloweeny to I me. I like Sweeney Todd.
2: Notice those both have Johnny Depp in them. Correct. Actually, <laughs> they both have Harry Potter people in them. Yeah,
1: I think that's partially so. why I like them so much.
2: Um, I like Corpse Bride a lot. That's very Halloweeny to me. See, I don't like Corpse Bride. Um, I like. I'm trying to think of like what I've Frank watched and recently. Weenie.
3: That makes me so sad. Mm. I love Frank and Weenie. I
2: love Hocus Pocus.
1: I love Nightmare. Um, it's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Eh. Christmas Jack, also known as Nightmare Before
2: I Christmas. I usually watch that with like other. I don't know if I really watch Nightmare Before Christmas like by myself, but I'll watch that with like Alana or whomever. Halloween Town.
1: Um, Halloween Town. I'll watch that once because it's so cheesy. Um, I there's a little Donald Duck short, and you can watch it on Disney Plus. It's called Trick or Treat, and Alana and I call it the Witch Cartoon, and it's about a little um witch named hazel
2: <laughs> i just bought a book that's a little witch hazel little witch hazel is what yeah. it's called witch Hazel. i bought it is. for um what she i bought it for hazel little hazel may oh, i love
1: those um, i mean... i'm trying to
2: think of like genuinely what else i watch i don't watch scary things because i get scared but very yeah. very easily you like
1: beetlejuice is that halloween eating
2: mm, i love beetlejuice i knew there was something else totally watch beetlejuice
1: but as like. far as like scary scary movies go, I really don't like watch those. Like I like The Shining. That doesn't feel Halloween to me though. But like
2: as See, far as I can't as, watch that like, cuz it scares me. <laughs> like
1: Halloween and like um what are the Freddy Krueger movies called?
0: Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, I don't like that.
1: Ooh, love the love the Addams Family.
3: Love yeah, the, Addams I like family. the Addams Family. I
1: can quote that whole movie. <laughs>
3: I also like the animated Adams family that just came out like last year. That one was cute. What about
0: There's
3: another Hotel one kind of Transylvania? Of I love Hotel oh, Transylvania. I love Adam Sandler.
2: <laughs> I do love Adam Sandler. <clears throat> she literally does because he looks like my brother in my opinion.
3: Uh, <laughs> I could see that. <laughs> Next it's questions there. from Marguerite. <laughs> <laughs> Marguerite. Do you think Malfoy hates Neville because he's clumsy and weak, or because he could have been the chosen one like Harry? I don't think Malfoy knows. What? I don't think Malfoy knows anything about the fact that he no. could have been the chosen one like Harry. Yeah.
2: No. Does he hate Neville, or does he just not care about him at all? Like has no, you know what I mean? Like I think he finds him easy to prey. Upon. Easy target. I, I, easy target. And I think because he's. I think because he is a Gryffindor, and in his eyes, like, and other people's eyes, like, including Neville's grandmother, they all think he's like a weaker person. So that's just why he doesn't like him.
3: Yeah. Um, Morgan asks We sort of see Draco's transformation into a Death Eater. How do you think Krabs transitioned from how we see him in this book to using Fiend Fire in Deathly Hollows? Like, do you think he progresses and transforms into more of, like, a... I don't think he ever be- actually Gringo becomes a Death Eater. Fire. No, Gra- Crab are does. are talking about? Crab.
1: Oh, uh, I'm Wait, sorry. You... you broke up, so yeah. we didn't hear your, your full question.
3: How sorry. do you think Crab transitioned from how we see him in this oh. book to using Fiendfire in Deathly Hallows? I think, I think he's just he a mean kid. Thrives.
2: Yes, I was literally thinking he just thrives on i think he thrives in seven when the caros
1: are there and they're doing everything that he's ever really dreamed of yeah. and, and he, he finally, actually gets to find yeah. his like little niche area where he yes. can go ahead and torture people and he feels
2: passionate yes. about it and, and he goes i think and learns. the first time he feels powerful yes because before it was always Malfoy, we don't take Malfoy, orders Malfoy. from Malfoy. you anymore yes and he's thinking you well your, your dad, dad and you and your whole family mm-hmm. are no longer like top dog so like i Now he's feeling all of these, like, yeah, like, this is my time to shine. And then he does it a little too hot.
1: Well, and then he kills himself, so.
0: Katie, what did you say? I said he's just a mean kid. Like, he's just Mm -hmm. just mean hearted, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, let's see. Last questions from Kim based on what we talked about. Do you really think Draco actually thought he would kill Dumbledore or was that all just for show?
2: I don't think he ever I think he was trying to psych himself up to do it. I don't think he would ever been able to do it. I don't think I think he real like I think he knew in the back of his mind, he wouldn't yeah. be able to do it, but he was trying to psych himself up. To be up like, if I act like a big man yeah. and they think I'm a big man, I'm gonna be able to do this. I'm gonna be a big man. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be a big man, Mama. I think he. I think
1: as his plans, I mean, he does it. He his attempts, in a way, are so taking himself out of the equation because a, I think he knows that he really can't do it, and b, I don't think he wants to do it. Yeah. Because if he wanted to do it, he would have done it when he could have. I
2: agree. I, don't I think do he think that when he
3: that. initially was told what he had to do, he probably felt more, like before going to Hogwarts and everything, I think he probably felt more confident about it and like, yeah, I can do this. Like, I can do this. But then the more the reality hit of, of yes. what that actually meant, that's whenever he started just kind of like doing, you know, his attempts. I think it's
2: easy for him to be like when he's with all of them and almost like a mob mentality of like, we're going to get him. We're going to make sure like you're you're going to be the one to do it. You're going to kill Dumbledore. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this can happen. I can do this. And then he takes a step back where he's no longer with them all of the time. And then he gets back and he's going to school and then he sees Dumbledore and he's like, yeah, I can't do it.
1: Like literally with nobody else because none of these other people know what's going on. The, all your hype crew are gone. And now it's just you, a little a little sixtier against the powerful wizard of the most powerful wizard of that time.
2: <laughs> Were you gonna say the wizard of mouth? Because that's what I was thinking in my head. No.
3: <laughs> but I could have. <laughs> uh. uh. That's all I got. So oh. bingo went to Slytherin. Kendra got bingo. And oh, yeah, Kendra. Let's see what that means for the House Cup.
1: Probably means that Slytherin
2: wins. (laughs) Slytherin
3: did win. Um, Oh, big
2: surprise. But Ravenclaw was in second. Oh.
1: Brought your claws out today.
3: Slytherin had 330 points. Ravenclaw had 280. Hufflepuff had 210. Dead last, man. And Gryffindor was 190.
1: All right, bring in the Dumbledores. <laughs> <Bastards>. <laughs> bring, in the dumb- bring in the dancing
0: Dumbledore's
1: <laughs> every time we lose. Somebody make that GIF.
0: Oh my god. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> <clears throat> I
1: have
0: to yawn. <clears throat> Pardon you. Who wants a fan story?
3: I do. I do. This is an. I do.
1: This
0: is an oldie. October twenty eighteen. Ooh, I know. Nice. This is from Ann Taylor May. Hello, Tiffany, Sarah, Katie, and Megan. After listening to the many Potter stories you've shared on Swish, I have learned that I am very lucky lucky to have been a Potterhead since day one. Iggy's really excited for this story.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, your cats are very involved. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Always an avid reader, my, da- my, my, da- my dad bought me Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone when it was released in 1998 when I was nine years old. I remember doing a book report on it in my fourth grade class and being one of the few students who knew what it was. It was a grab bag book report where we had to put objects in a bag that described the story. I can only remember two, a tiny broomstick that my mom painted Nimbus 2000 on and a bit of crumpled up tinfoil we spray painted red to look like the Sorcerer's Stone. I wish I still had them. (laughs) From the first book in 1998, I was a full blown Potterhead. I waited for each book to be released and my dad would always pre order them at Barnes and Noble for me to pick up each time. My sister, who is 10 years older than me and an incredible teacher, read them along with me. I remember going to see the first movie with my cousins at 11, who also loved the series. Shout out to Kelsey. And us walking away complaining about what was left out, like peeves. And in awe at the proper ways to pronounce Hermione and Hagrid, I was so worried when... Half Blood Prince came out that I would have to wait because we were on vacation, but my dad surprised me and pre ordered Half Blood Prince at the Barnes and Noble in Hilton Head, where that's we were on awesome. vacation. And when we arrived to the city, we went to the bookstore first and then checked into the hotel. My other cousin, that's shout awesome. out to John, yeah, that's that super awesome. cool. I spent the first two days of our beach vacation inside reading and crying my eyes out. I am still, or I am enough of a Potterhead that I listen to your podcast without rereading the books, and I am still yelling at at y'all when you can't remember certain things. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so lucky to say that I grew up with Harry, Hermione, and Ron. The first book came out when I was nine, and the last was released my senior year of high school. I graduated the same year as the trio, if they would have graduated, that is. It has been almost 20 years since I first met Harry Potter, and I can say that it's still a huge part of my life. I have a 10-year-old stepdaughter, Bailey, who is 100% a Ravenclaw. You're awesome, Sarah. And has now fallen in love with the series she has read the books over and over again and every time I check in with her she lives full-time with her mom she tells me which book is reading now we listen to your podcast together when she's with me and we are constantly discussing different Harry Potter things we are so excited for the new Fantastic Beasts movie even and even though she lives far away from us we always have Harry Potter to share I hope that just like it has always been for me Harry Potter can be a thing of comfort for when times get tough This summer, we got to go to Harry Potter World for the first time in my life. I'd be lying if I didn't say that walking into Diagon Alley brought massive tears to my eyes, and I tear up thinking, dreaming about getting to go again. This fall, the Kavanaugh hearings affected me so much more than I ever thought they would. It really brought up some bad things from my past that I have pushed away and tried to forget. During those times, I turned to Potter for comfort, and I found it. I'm able to drive the Dementors away with the help of Harry. Thank you so much for hosting this podcast. It really gives me the opportunity to talk to others who are just as obsessed with Harry Potter as I am. As a 28-year-old, my co-workers do not get it. I love you guys and hope that one day I'll get to return to Universal and run into you there. Mm -hmm. And she also offered her fact file, Slytherin House. She goes, my (laughs) friend. Ilvermorny House, Thunderbird. Wand is cypress wood with a phoenix feather core, 12 and a quarter inches and quite bendy.
3: That's a cool combination.
0: And Patronus is bloodhound. Oh,
3: that's cool. That's cool.
0: Um, and just because I might as well mention it, I do have a bookstagram where I'm hollered at, where I have hollered at y'all a lot. You can find me at, at Libations, where I share all the books I am reading and there is a constant mention of Harry Potter. Thank you, Ann Taylor.
3: Thank you. I love shout out to oh. Slytherin. I'm actually gonna go. I feel like I've seen your Instagram before, but I'm gonna look it up right now. I was gonna say I'm gonna look it up.
0: I love that you also grew up with Harry, and I super like just love the spray painted tinfoil. <laughs> so amazing. I also did a book report. Um, I think in man, I want to say. Fifth
1: grade, maybe.
0: I think I did it on Chamber of Secrets. Oh, I found them. And it was terrifying because I had yeah. to present in front of the class, and I absolutely hated doing that in school.
1: She's gonna be like, all the swish and flick people follow me. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what?
3: <laughs> but thank you so much for your story.
1: Absolutely, thank you. Yeah.
3: Thank you, and shout Hopefully out to we'll Slytherin to
1: you. Slitherin yeah, and in the
3: host. Snake. You know what? Hiss, Shout out to Thunderbird. <laughs> True. I mean, I'm Thunderbird <laughs> too.
0: All right. Who wants a joke? Me. 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 A really dumb joke.
3: Well, Iggy.
0: <laughs> Ignotus.
2: Cats are is Iggy a joke?
0: Oh he He thinks that this is all joke.
2: <laughs> all right.
0: <laughs> Why couldn't Dumbledore use his Pensieve? I don't know, Katie. Why? Because he, he put the memory enough. of where he put his pensive in the pensive.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what? You guys, you guys broke up. So oh, okay. I'll we say didn't it. it. <laughs> <laughs> it there was just a a silence.
1: <laughs> what is? What did you say? All right, Come I'll on.
0: say it again. And everyone who did hear it could just enjoy it we'll all do over it. again.
2: Switched because it updated. Alright, hold on. Say it again? Now you can say it again. Okay. Now <laughs> <laughs> I got the giggles from it. <laughs> why
0: <laughs> Why couldn't Dumbledore use his pensieve? Because he put the memory of where he put his pensieve in the pensieve.
2: <laughs> oh. Oh. <okay. laughs> I got some Halloween jokes. Oh yes. Oh my gosh. On Where does a ghost go on vacation? Your mom's house. <laughs> Malibu. Uh, oh, my oh, my God. God. <laughs> what is in a ghost nose?
1: Boogers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: let's do a mummy joke. Why don't mummies take time off? They're afraid to unwind. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. What kind of music do mummies like listening to on Halloween? The monster mash. Rat music. Oh uh, my god. Uh, why did the vampire read the newspaper? <laughs> he heard it had great circulation. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what do you get when you cross a vampire and a snowman? Frostbite. <laughs> <laughs> Why do skeletons have low self-esteem this ought to they be good no body to love <gasps> and no bones about it no bones to why know why skeletons are so calm because nothing gets under their skin
0: oh my god
2: <laughs> what do you call a cleaning skeleton the grim sweeper <laughs> 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 uh, who won the skeleton beauty contest Nobody. What kind of food would you find on a haunted beach? A sandwich. (laughs) Oh Oh my my god! God. One more. Oh, let's. Ooh, what do you call two witches who live together? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Lesbians.
2: (laughs) 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 Broom mates. <laughs> That's just what they tell the conservative family. Sarah.
3: <laughs> no, I don't We're talk to them it. at all. <laughs> this should be his fault. <laughs>
2: <laughs> How does the witch style her hair with scare spray? <laughs> All
3: right, stop her. <laughs> All right, follow your hosts on social media. Myself and Katie are on Instagram at the Petrus Family. Tiffany is on Instagram at tiffswish underscore flick, and Sarah is on Instagram at omalley with three H's. Tiffany, what have you been up to? Um,
1: listening to, uh, what is it called? A book. <laughs> Shadow something
2: oh shadow rising shadow
1: rising
2: what is that one was over an hour and
1: i'm not kidding (laughs) (laughs) it's a lot so it's the fourth book in the um wheel of time you're gonna be ahead of me
2: you're gonna finish that way before i ever finish it
1: (laughs) i have um just under 36 hours left.
2: i can't remember the last time i picked that book up in that book it's a long one
1: um but I love it, so it's like, I just listen to it when I drive, when I lesson plan, and when I walk, and then sometimes when I shower. <laughs> so I, like, get little increments. This is why it takes me so long to actually, like, finish them. But at least I am doing it. Um, I was trying really hard to get into a Discovery which Witches. I don't know if I talked about this last time. I had I to put it down. You did. I had to put it down, so for a physical book, I'm going to start, what did I download? What are you reading, Megan? What's that series? Throne of Glass. Throne of Glass. So I downloaded that on my Kindle, so I'll try that, and then I've been reading some ghost stories from Ohio that Sasa bought me. The Big Book of Booze. (laughs) 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 It's not called that, but it basically is. Um. And yeah, just kind of trying to make it to the next break in school, which is not until Veterans Day, which is a while. It's
2: like three weeks.
1: (laughs) This is a while. (laughs) It's been a weird week. Um, Full moon week. So the kids have been off the hook. I swear by it. Hey, I think nurses and teachers like will swear by full moons. Patients are
3: crazy, man. If
0: your body is like 70% water and the moon controls the tide, why wouldn't it control humans?
3: Mm. (laughs) We're all like werewolves. Mm -hmm. Deep Uh down. We Um. did start this
1: episode with an awoo. Um, But other than that, just kind of (sighs) doing workouts, walking Fozzie Bear in the morning, looking at all the Halloween decorations going up in the neighborhood. Um... Hanging with Lady Supreme and Martinius, Omelie. You know.
2: The huge.
1: The huge. It's like, it's been really chill and I enjoy it. So, there's just something nice about the everyday, like, life routine. So, it gives me something really to look forward to when I travel next. Oh, I'm going to the broncos browns game tomorrow night as of this recording
2: that's fun i'm gonna make a prediction
1: browns have a lot of people out yeah. and yeah, if they broncos do. lose it is going to be so embarrassing
2: <laughs> for you i would love it
1: <laughs> it's supposed to rain though so i'm really not looking forward to that but marty said he was gonna buy us matching orange ponchos and then the only reason why somebody will know i'm a broncos fan is when i'm cheering
2: or if they look at my hat <laughs> So, hopefully I don't get. Is too he cold. letting you sit by him? <laughs> yes, Fozzie's
1: <laughs> over here like dreaming, but yeah, but I don't know. There's just something about this time of year, like October in Ohio, when it's not raining, is just the best, yeah. like today was so beautiful, like it was it wasn't too warm and it wasn't
3: too cold.
1: <laughs> it was nice for a light sweater. <laughs>
3: Are you sure you're not talking about April?
1: Yeah, <laughs> April twenty sixth. <laughs> um, but like the leaves were blowing on the trees, and then they were like really crisp and crunchy God, on the ground. Changed colors.
2: I was driving. There's some work reds. Today. Like, God, I'm like the trees are beautiful, just so stinking pretty, and I love it. We think we think Friday might be Francis the Fish Friday. It might so. be. <gasps> we'll that's see if exciting. I can get my butt over to your house. That's
3: that's a lot. Yeah. There's a dog so barking me. outside, and it's annoying.
1: Is it a wooing? No, it's a yippy. No,
3: it's a yippy little dog. Mm.
1: There's a difference between yip yips and borks. That's mm-hmm. yeah, yipping. A bork. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. Are you done? <laughs> Not oh, to, like, new Mario Party force you comes to finish. Is uh,
0: anybody getting the new Mario Party? Oh, I really want to. I so do I want to. I'm
1: ordered I'm ready for that. If you
0: pre-ordered, um, it doesn't count.
1: New 60- if you pre-ordered, it doesn't 64. count. 64 games coming on what to Switch. Count if you you got to get the expansion pack. <laughs> Ocarina of Time is going to be on there, everybody. Let's freaking go. I think I used to play that. <laughs> My friend Brian just texted me and he goes, You know what I haven't had in
3: a while?
2: Big League 2. <laughs>
3: uh, but go ahead. Um, I have been reading. I finished the first Throne of Glass. I have not started the second one yet, not because I don't want to, but because I switched gears to focus on, like, some witchy reads for the next couple of weeks just because I want to make sure that I, like, get those in for October um, because I bought some with, like, the very specific thought in mind that I would read this in October, so I want to do it. I So I am trying to finish Witch Haven. It's taking me a while to get through. I don't think it's because I don't like it. It's just, like, I've been in a weird... I've been in a weird place with reading and it's been like taking me it's been taking me a while to like find time to read or like sit down and actually read except once I do I don't stop which isn't always a good thing so like I started an audiobook driving to work the other day and I love Christina Lauren Um, it's actually like two women who write together and they wrote The Unhoneymooners, which I think I've talked about before on the podcast. I really enjoyed that book. But I read the book The Soulmate Equation. Um, Well, I listened to it and I started it on my way home from work or on my way to work, listened on my way home from work, and then literally did not stop listening to it until 1.30 in the morning. Because I needed to finish it. So I listened to it in a day.
0: And she was still listening.
3: Yeah. I I just like laid in bed with headphones on (laughs) and finished it. Um, I really enjoyed it though. And I started another one of their books uh, on audiobook actually called Twice in a Blue Moon, which I'm really enjoying. But I'm telling myself listen to it while you're driving to and from work and then read your witchy books that you bought whenever you're at home and like can read a physical book. Um, So after I finish witch Haven, I'm going to read paybacks, a witch. I also have the book called witch please. And then the X hex. So those really are like the main three that I want to read before the end of the month. If I can get to it, I want to read the nature of witches and a secret history of witches, but that's a lot for like two weeks. So we'll see what happens. But um, definitely those three. But yeah. I feel. Oh, we got dinner last night at the new steakhouse at the Contemporary called Steakhouse 71. It was so good. And I think for like what it is, it's like there are a handful of other like steak restaurants on Disney property. And this one is the least expensive of all of them on Disney property. And it was amazing. I got a New York strip steak. Delicious. Cooked perfectly. So good. We got chocolate cake. Highly recommend. And it was also just like a very nostalgic theming. There were images all over the place of like the construction of Walt Disney World with like Walt. There, Whenever the land was literally just a swamp and then with Roy there during the construction and the grand opening and then there was like concept art for Space Mountain and um, really beautiful concept art for just like Walt Disney World in general where it like started. It was like panels of artwork that went across the entire back wall that started in Frontierland and ended in Tomorrowland and then also meshed into Epcot. Like, it was just really beautiful. I really loved it. It was, like, this geometric artwork. But highly recommend Steakhouse 71 if you're coming to Disney anytime soon. It's at the Contemporary. Um, Amazing.
1: I've heard all good things.
3: Yeah. And, and like, honestly, for what it is, I think that it's one of, like, the best value steak restaurants on Disney property. I mean, mm-hmm. it is was whenever whenever we did our trip together we ate at california grill which is also at the contemporary and their signature dish is the oak fired filet which was fantastic but i think that this new york strip was better and it cost like almost half of what that filet cost at california grill and well
1: filets are right there
3: but the filet at this place the the filet at this place was even way cheaper than the filet at california grill though like I, it was very it was very good. I highly recommend.
1: Nice.
3: I got the sirloin. It was
0: amazing. She did. I ate. All I left was two tiny little pieces. Which is pretty big for me. Mm. What am I doing? You didn't say this, so I'll say it. Bought a reading chair. We did. <laughs> so we used to have this chair at our old apartment that we absolutely loved, and then it wouldn't fit coming down here. But they still sell it. And it's still not going to fit here, but we're going to figure out how to make it fit here. So I'm excited about it because it's literally the most comfortable piece of furniture besides my bed that I think we've ever bought. Really, it's just a giant bed for Iggy, but, you know, I'll try and steal it occasionally. No.
1: No.
0: Um, Other than that, I've just been training for my 10K, which is in when this episode comes out, it'll be the following weekend, which is crazy. Crazy. That's really about it. I'm still reading the X Hex. I haven't gotten okay, much further. You're going to kill
3: than... it. Huh? You're going to kill it. Oh, thanks. Mm-hmm.
0: The weather has finally broken, so I'm not running through water anymore. <laughs> like, I can actually breathe. The
3: humidity is gone, guys. I'm so happy. <sighs> it's so nice. I hope it so never comes nice. back. Okay. <laughs> it will I'm eventually. <laughs> Yeah, but the weather's been super cool. But I said, like, is it too much to ask for for it to just, like, be gone through April? You could probably do April. I would take that. I'd be happy for that.
0: Yeah, it usually comes back probably, like, end April. Full-fledged May. Yeah. But yeah. That's about it. How about you, Sarah?
2: Um,
1: I've read 40 books, but I'm <laughs> no. not doing anything. I... <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've only finished two books since we last recorded and what were they two other ones i finished um kingdom of the curse which is all right um i liked it it could have been better i will still read the next one um what else did i read oh like this other like ebook that was just fine um (laughs) and then i started oh what did i start um a A shadow in the ember is that what it's called i really like it so it's the same author who wrote um from blood and ash series and it's in that same universe it's a prequel and like it came out to the the day we're recording is the 20th so it came out yesterday the 19th but i got it on the 15th um i didn't start it till sunday when i finished Kingdom of the curse though so it came out early and i was excited so far i really like it i really loved the blood and ash series a lot um so i'm excited for when that fourth book comes out um and then i think after this i bought some copies i actually opened book mailing for my mother yesterday so i bought the 10th anniversary um like special edition of a song of achilles because i really like that book and the book was really pretty but I also, because I really enjoyed it, I picked up some books that I was supposed to read in high school and never did. Um, so I bought Pride and Prejudice. I never ri- finished reading that. Obviously, I know what happens. So I want to read that. I bought The Iliad and The Odyssey. I'm excited to read those. Um, and, you know, my stack of, like, a million other books. Yeah, I have next week off. So I'm going to work on podcasting things life things figure out what i want to do with my life because maybe i want to go work as a mortician i don't know i change my mind up all the time (laughs) let's go baby so we'll see what happens i don't know i have to like look into my life and see what i got to do to do my things you know sure but as as usual i'm doing nothing tomorrow's my best friend's birthday we're gonna go well i'm not doing this but i am going with her to support her she wants to go see a kangaroo. So there's a farm with a bunch of animals that we're going to go look at on Saturday. But on Friday, I'm going to bake her a cake. Hopefully, it turns out all right. <laughs> I'm going to try to make a vanilla and raspberry cake. Like a vanilla cake good. with like raspberry in the middle. What's on the top? Probably vanilla icing. She doesn't like chocolate. Everyone's like, make a chocolate cake. And I'm like, she doesn't like chocolate, first of all. And because I asked her, like, what? Because I don't remember. You'd think as the maid of honor, I'd remember what was served at her wedding. I don't also eat wedding cake, but she had almond raspberry. So I'm changing it because mm. I don't like almonds. <laughs> I, I hate almond Well, I hate almond cake. I hate it. Ugh. So um, I'm changing it to vanilla, which she'll still like. So I'm going to make her cake. We're going to have a little get together mm. with some of our friends. Have some cake. Just it'll be nice to, Sounds good. and then we're hopefully getting a fish, Francis the fish.
0: I'm so excited. Alana was you. funny.
2: I was telling her, I was like, Alana, we got to go get the fish, and I was like, me, you, and your mom, and she goes, well, can I come? I go, yeah, we can't go without you. So she's excited. My mom's like, you know, she's been talking about that fish, um, and I was like, yeah, I know. I'm like, we're eventually gonna go. <laughs> Like everyone had, like I was gone. She wasn't feeling great, and then we just haven't had. We're all busy. Life, man. She has her own little schedule. She's super busy. She's very in demand. Everybody wants to hang out with her. That's true.
1: <laughs> but like literally, as we walked by a little little kid class, they're all like holding the rope, and they're like, "It's Alana! It's Alana!" <laughs> I was like, "Okay, popular." <laughs> She's like waving. <laughs> My mother them. will be happy
2: to hear that. But yeah. The use, Not doing anything but reading.
3: <laughs> I forgot to say that I got Avana Lynch's memoir in the mail today. I'm excited to read it.
2: What? what? You know who's like, I'm excited for? Molly Shannon is. Um, her memoir is coming out. Actually, I think like April 11th. Surprisingly enough, it might not be the actual date, but it's coming out in What's April. What's the
1: significance
2: of that? Though? And I really want to read her. So she's from Cleveland, and her grand or her father and my grandfather knew each other. And I want to read her life story because I guess it's kind of sad.
1: Well, I guess her
2: mom and like her sister and her cousin were all killed in a car accident when she was young. Yeah. So I want to read about her life.
1: A lot of comedians have some tragic histories.
2: Yeah. Yeah. As always, if you have books for me to read, let me know. I might read them. (laughs) I might like them. I might not. You never know. Oh, my gosh. Well, this is
1: for meows, mics, and a woos. I like it. And accidental bells. <laughs> All right. So that concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and don't let the muggles get you down.
2: Amazing! just my voice! <laughs> Told you I'm a child. So I Harry... I don't even know where you...
1: <laughs> Stop laughing!
0: There's got the giggles.
3: However, (laughs) what are you laughing at? (laughs) You sound like you can't breathe. So, Harry.
1: I don't know what happened. Vinny! Oh.
3: <laughs> Turn the audio off in 5, 4, 3, 2.
0: Bye, Swishers.